Can you hear me? Perfect. Yes. Great, great. Big Hass, how you doing? Salam, my brother. Wallahi, uh, good to see you, man. Wallahi, blessings to you, man. Good to see you, man. Good to see you. I can't believe the last time we actually uh, spoke to each other was 2012 on Mix FM, which is Les Hip Hop, Saudi's first and only FM hip hop radio show. Wow, 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 wow. Assalamu alaikum brothers and sisters and hello welcome to another episode of Buckle Up. This is the lockdown edition. Usually I have my guests in the car and we drive and we talk and we have a really good chat. But you know it is what it is. Um, with this one though, this hits home really hard. Um, hits home really hard. This is one of our heroes, one of our legends. Uh, this is somebody that shaped my high school uh, even before you know school actually years uh, with his incredible voice and amazing personality he is somebody who's a human first before becoming an artist he's somebody that when i was just listening to his music and you just get lost the one the only islam b assalamu alaikum my brother alaikum salam brother big hass man it's been a while it's been a long time it's been a long time. It's uh, last time we actually spoke to each other was uh, June 17, 2012 on wow. Mix FM Les Hip Hop. And you honored me with a 30 minute conversation. I had a different voice. Uh, it was just crazy. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. And was that in, uh, was that in um, uh, Saudi? Where was it back then? In Saudi? Saudi Arabia, yeah. We've connected okay. and uh, it was really crazy. And, uh, you know, you, get, you gave us at the end uh, a really nice clip from Aisha. And it was just really, really, uh, just incredible to really connect with you. Again, I'm not really just saying this. Islam, you really, your voice uh, is so impactful. For me, personally, I, I'm finding it difficult to do this because I'm a fan. But we, we want to we wanna get to know the, the things that you've been doing. But before we talk about, you know, obviously, um, you know, your, your, your new album and your new things that you're venturing to, I know that you love hip-hop. I know that for a fact. Can you tell us your early memory of how you got into this culture, like early on. Oh, uh, wow. Um, uh, early memories, man. It's early memories. I would say, um, mm, uh, go probably go back to um, 1996, 90s. No, even before. No, no, no. We we we're in the early 90s. Early 90s. 90s. Yeah, early 90s, where I meet I meet the boys. Uh, Vagas and Lenny, you know, um, and, and this is a, you know, we're starting out as a friendship. And from there, um, Vagas's big brother, he's, uh, well, you know, I mean, brothers, big brothers, uh, sisters, you know, what they're listening to is what you basically will start listening to. So uh, he definitely, he was listening to some, he, he'd, he'd have some vinyls, some records of Public Enemy. Um, oh, there was some different old school Rakim, <laughs> maybe. Probably. Yeah, yeah, Rakim, yeah. Eric B and Rakim. I think was it third base or something? And mm. you know, some of some of these, some of these cats, and 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 that would be the first introduction. I'd say that that would be the first. But before that, I was I was definitely into um, um, MJ. Mm. Uh, you know, more of that. That style, I, I think that style came because you know my sister was in was into MJ and and um, so um, yeah, getting into the rhyming that's that's that came in with the group uh, with Lenny mm. and Bagas and you know we started we were just uh, yeah trying to find that expression and uh, you know we started breaking and you know I really I I always said this in the interviews like it, you know I wasn't there for the breaking I was there for the friendship. Yeah, um, and because uh, you know, because you you suddenly became a crew, man. You became a crew, and and yeah, uh, and as a teenager, uh, this is like this is uh, I mean, this is what I've learned from the from the life that I've lived. When I think back on the teenagers, it's like teenage the teenage years. I mean, you're gonna spend doing something. You know, gonna spend a lot of hours doing something. So just make sure that whatever that is. Is something constructive, <laughs> and for us, it became hip hop. Wow! You know, like wow. it was like, you know, we and you know, it just it just felt natural. It's just because you know, it was a friendship. You know, you're doing what your friendship friendships are doing. Like there's a there's a Moroccan pro uh, a proverb that that goes like, you know, tell me who you hang out with, I'll tell you who you are. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> so you know, me meeting sure. these boys, and you know, we just started. 
like I said, breaking and from the breaking, we just went into the rapping because and the, and the lyrics and, you know, in the process of just finding your own style, finding your own voice. You know, some people would go through a whole life just trying to find your own, your own style or who are you, you know? Man. So I think that's the beauty of, it's, of poetry, you know? It's, it's and, crazy. And, uh, just, just hearing you talk about it right now, Isam, Sarahai, and you know, like, uh, you, if, if, you're, if you don't mind me saying, like, I, you, you did, yes, hip hop is an American culture, but you added your own cultures to it. Like you guys were obviously, you know, coming from three different kind of cultures and yeah. you, added, you added your own thing, which is what, this yeah. is why I connected to you as a Saudi Arabian, you know, living in, 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 in Saudi Arabia. Um, I connected with that. Mashallah, you know, but that's the whole recipe of, I say music in general, you know, and arts. And, and that's why, um, you know, uh, when I see cats like Sons of Yusuf out there doing their thing, you know, it's so important that we put ourselves in our in our expression. You know, this is what this is the heritage. This is what you leave. This is this is you documenting who you are. When you're gonna die, you leave something that you know people would say, "Hey, you know," anthropologists would say, "This is you, you want to learn about this civilization and these people." You listen to this track. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's 100%. the whole point. That's the whole point. I mean, the whole point of expressing yourself is you document who you are as a human being, you know? So, and you want to make sure that, you know, it's you and not someone else. True. Um, and, and that's, that's what, that's what takes time, you know? And, and for me, one of, one of the, one of the mentors, mentors that I, that I met in my teen years, and, and I, I know I speak for the, for the other two as well, was this, you know, it was, a, it was a breakdance uh, crew. Uh, well, one of them, I just, you know, I actually bumped into him the, the other day and it was, you know, it wow. was amazing. And I just had to tell him this. I just had to tell him how, how big an influence he had on me uh, and, and the art, you know, because he would, he, he had pa uh, Pakistani origin, but he would, and he was into, uh, um, like he was a, he was a bad breaker, man. Like he, he could do all the moves and, uh, and he he starts saying things like I wanna I wanna mix that you know breaking with with jazz or, mm. or ballet and stuff you know we would look at him like he's crazy but it was just his mentality to you know be creative and 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 have the guts to actually be himself you know so if he said that that's what he, that's what he tried to do you know so he he was exemplifying mm. what he was saying you know. And that was that. That meant any, a lot for our style. Any footage? Because, any footage of you breaking online? <laughs> not online. No. <laughs> Alhamdulillah, this was before the. I think it was before the internet. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. yeah I mean, like YouTube, YouTube launched two thousand five. So yeah, I, I I hear you. It's um, but blessings, man. I mean, you know, again, you yeah. you impacted me personally. Impacted many with 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 your style. Um, Isam, um. I know, I know that um, um, what I'm talking about right now is something that you know, we, we moved on from it. But I just want to, you know, say in 2017, of course, the great members of Outlandish part ways, and it was, you know, time for a new kind of journey for you. Um, in what ways you think this phase is different from the from 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 the other phase? Knowing, of course, other than the fact that you were solo, but what what ways the mentality, the the thoughts, what what's the difference? Well, I mean, the the difference is the synergy. You know, that's what it's all about. Hmm. It's plain and simple with synergy. You know, it's a blessing uh, to be in a group. Um, as long as the synergy is there, as long as the creativity is there, as long as you're on the same, you know, the same path. Uh, you know, all these, this is like something you take for granted. You know, this is why groups, you know, uh, split. You yeah. Know? You know, I was... We remember talking about uh, Fuji's. Fuji's had a huge influence on us. Mm. Uh, but what is it that make them, you know, grew apart? I mean, it's, and it's just, that's what it, it comes down to synergy, man. Like, you know, people can be geniuses in a studio together, but they can also just mess it up for each other, you know, and, and you, you just, you should just know when it's time to, to move on. And, uh, you know, it's a hard decision because sometimes, you know, you can, you can still tour and do your thing together and still pay your bills, but it's, it's more than bills. It's not just about paying bills. You know, for me, it's about 
the creativity, keeping that flow going, and and uh, and being true to to myself, you know. Um, and and I, I needed a break, and um, um, and I was uh, yeah, I was literally drowning, you know. Mm. And uh, so I just had to be true to myself, you know. And and uh, um, even though. Yeah. yeah, you know, music, I mean, art art yeah. and money is always hard to, to balance, you know, so, but, you know, uh, like I said, it comes down to synergy in the end, mm. yeah, so. SubhanAllah, you know, in, uh, and again, you know, a big, big, big love on the album Lost for Woods, I got lost into it really, in, in, in one of the songs they actually sing, uh, Life, you're saying, all oh, my life, there were trouble, uh, knocks me down, I'm seeing double. Mm. I was riding fast, now I'm going slow. Um, mm. And big up, like when I was listening to that, I kind of teared up, man, uh, brother Isam. Like I'm I'm listening and I think I, I relate to that because I'm always on the move. I'm always want to do this. I want to do buckle up, I want to do hip hop. I want to do this, I want to take care of my son. It's like a lot of things at the same time and you don't understand until God gives you a sign Hmm. Last year, I was really going through a very, very big health problem and God gave me a sign. I was borderline everything. It was hmm. like a big, big wake up call for me. And just listening hmm. to the song right now got me really emotional, especially when you said slow down. So what are hmm. what are the things in your life that that how much are appreciated you are right now going through this and releasing this album? Um, well, you know, um, you know, I think I'm 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 trying to um, uh, I'm trying to document, you know, the state that I'm in. So every time you know, I, I don't write songs every day. I don't do that. I can't do that. Uh, but you know, they gotta come to you. Songs are a blessing, man. Like you know, when you feel inspired to write a song, you get an idea. That's a blessing. That's a blessing right there. You know, it's not it's not forced. It's not, it's not about touring, it's not about, you know, making a hit. It's just about documenting who you are as a human being, you know? And uh, and it's also about uh, putting your life on that paper, man. Like, you know, like you said, I mean, you, you went through some things. Um, what did you learn from that? Um, sometimes it takes time to, to, to absorb these things, to, to put them down on paper, you know? Um, um, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I got my own record company now. It's called Benny Adam. Uh, Benny I'm, Adam. Wow. My Benny God. Adam. Yeah. So it's, I'm trying to push, you know, things that I believe in and, uh, uh, mean something to me, obviously, but, um, you know, in the tempo that is good for me, you know, it's, uh, and, um, you know, I'm in a good spot right now as mm. uh, as an artist and as a human being. Uh, most importantly, because um, you know you want to develop. Yeah. You know, this is why groups uh, grow apart. You and you know you, you develop in different directions. Mm. It's going to be tough to keep it together. That's why I'm. A, that's what I'm talking about. Synergy. You know. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that synergy is a blessing as well. And, um, you know, just in, in being, being honest in, in your music is important as well. Uh, How hard is it, though, to be honest? Like, I know a lot of people, especially in the Middle East right here, there's a lot of copy-paste because they're seeking validation from the West. They're seeking that validation from mm -hmm. America, especially rappers, let's say, you know? Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. hard sometimes. They think that if I'm honest with myself, then the people will not like me. And it's the other way around. You guys, you know, you've been honest all your lives. You proved. I remember one time, you know, the, the, you know, like look into my eyes. I remember you always said that this is not war music, but look into my eyes is one of the most political tracks maybe ever made, in my opinion. But it was mm. given another kind of direction. It was played on every single radio in the world. Mm. Everyone mm. was singing it. And mm. yet you are, you know, obviously it was a, it was a, correct me if I'm wrong, it was a poem by a 13, 14 year old Palestinian yes, girl. You, yes, sir. You cannot be more like political if you want to be political and hardcore than that. But you did it in a way that's not war music. Um, so yeah. how do you? How hard is it to be honest in your music as an artist? I think you have to be honest in your music if if you if you wanna if you want the longevity. You know, if you want the longevity, you gotta be honest. And uh, you know, it's uh, you know the hip hop approach 
has a lot of ways, man. It's not just, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be war music. It doesn't have to be, you know, hardcore rap to, to talk about the conflict that is going on in Palestine. It doesn't have to be that way. But it's, it's, it's also a matter of, you know, how do you, how are you as a person? How are you as a human being? What's your, what's your, um, what's your perspective on life? You know, uh, I don't, I, I never had that, um, uh, need of, you know, sounding uh, like a gangster or something or, yeah. you know, hardcore rapper or whatever. Uh, even though I love listening to, you know, Wu-Tang or, um, you know, or just that spitting that, you know, machine gun flow. Uh, um, but, you know, understand that these, they're people, you know, they're from a, uh, that and that's a style, you know. That's a style, and and uh, I respect uh, the, the the heritage and, and and the roots of that. Um, but you know, I'm me, and I gotta find myself, and I gotta do whatever, you know, where I feel most comfortable and uh, strongest. And uh, at the same time, you want to take in the world, so it's important for me to be uh, local. But at the same time, you know, just being aware of what's going on out there, you know? And mm. I've been to, uh, I've been to Bethlehem, I've been to Palestine, I've been to um, uh, the Middle East and, and traveled. So this is part of me, you know, and, and, my, and, my, and my Muslim identity as well. Mm. It's always been, it's just been natural to, to, to have it in there in the rhymes, you know? Mashallah, but yeah, and you do it. Not, it's not even, it's not even, I'm not trying to preach, you know? It's yeah. not, it's not like that. Uh, but I think this is one of the most important thing, even when you're trying to convey or describe or express your, your, your deen. Mm. You know, this is what I love about the last track that I did with Sons of Yusuf. Yeah. Is, uh, you know, people of the book, it, you guys just check it out for sure. I mean, yeah. I mean we're talking about that. Tell us about that collaboration. You, you since well, it's, how did, it's, how did it happen? Uh, <laughs> mutual friend. Uh, a mutual friend from Kuwait named Muhammad. Um, I, don't, I can't remember his last name. He's like, Shout out to Muhammad. He's, like <laughs> he's a networker, man. What can I say? He's a networker. You see, everyone has their parts, you know, there's a lot of angles on this. So he, he, uh, he came all the way to Copenhagen to just see one of my concerts. Um, and uh, after that, we connected and I was telling him like, uh, Kuwait, uh, I remember, I know Sons of Yusuf from Kuwait. I mean, music, I know their music, you know, yeah. and I really respect the way they approach music because they actually, you know, use use the desert, they use Kuwait, they use the city. And, and they, they, you know, they put so many feelings and, 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 and heart into it. And that's, you know, that's what, that's that's hip hop for me. That's arts, that's just music, it's good mm. music. You know? um, so uh, fast forward, Suddenly he just called me like, "Hey, I'm with Sons of Music. We got a track, and this it was it was a beautiful track. Uh, people of the book. We just didn't have a hook, and I always that wanted lives, to actually. <laughs> <laughs> so I always wanted to do this uh, remix or rendition of Talal Bedro, and it was just it just you know the track has a it has like it's all it's almost meditative, you know. Yes. And uh, so putting that vibe in there, and I came up with this uh, hook idea, and it just went beautiful with, with their ideas. And mm. that, you know, the track is beautiful. So track. they came all the way. They came all the way to Denmark to shoot the video. Mashallah. We went into a museum, uh, de like Denmark in the in the Scandinavian. I think it's Northern Europe has the biggest Islamic arts uh, uh, museum. Uh, so and we they they gave us permission to actually. And the, and the honor to use the artifacts and and uh, and shoot the video in there. So it was it was just you know this is what life is about. This is the meaning of life. You know, like uh, in the Quran it says that you know Allah created death and life so He could test us in uh, in um, doing beautiful things like. Mm. You know, so what are you doing with your life? You know, the whole yeah. meaning of life is to do beautiful things because something happens when we see the truth. The truth is beautiful. You see something beautiful, it just 
transcends. That's it. And um, so, you it, know. It's such, a, such an honor hearing you talk like that, man. Such a blessing. I swear. I'm not kidding. There is an old uh, Bedouin saying. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Kelly Graffiti artist, El Seed. Pretty sure maybe you, you, you heard about him. Uh, he's a, yeah, he's he's a calligraphy artist originally from T- Tunisian, Tunisian French um, oh, yeah. brother. Okay, really talented. He came to Jeddah one time and he wrote this old Bedouin proverb on a on a really big uh, um, building. And the and the, mm-hmm. and the saying was in Arabic: "In the insan الذي لا أثر له لا حياة له," a human being with no mm. kind of impact has mm. no life, has no mm. trace. Mm. So, since you ever started till now, you're impacting people. And I'm telling you from now, man, like, you know, it's just really beautiful to see your impact. I remember having you on the show in in, in FM in Saudi Arabia 2012. And that was obviously when we connected first. Um, After the interview, I got like, how did you get, like, how did this happen? What? I saw what? And it was just, you you make people uh, feel a certain kind of emotion, which, which how I was feeling, man, when I was listening to Lost for Woods. What a beautiful piece of work, man. It's eight tracks, right? And um, yes, I just want to commend you for it, man, and say shukran. Thank you, Isam. Because it's so it's so diverse, but similar, if you understand. Like it, yes. different different kind of topics you're talking about, um, but at the same time, similar in that direction. Uh, really unique, in my opinion. So this body of work uh, is amazing. How long did it take you to finish this uh, Lost for Woods? The Lost Forest album was was a long one. I mean, uh, because I just went through some different phases in my life, yeah. uh, tough ones, and um, divorced, and uh, uh, you know, some some mental. Uh, how do you say uh, uh, depression um, and the journey of of arts, just being in there and trying to find sense in. Um, and keeping that balance, um, so so a lot of a lot of these stories are in that album. Mm-hmm. It took me a, a, almost seven years. Lost some, I lost some family as well. Um, mm-hmm. And the title "Lost for Words" is actually about a song. It is is uh, the title song is about my grandmother, uh, grandmothers actually. Uh, um, so um, yeah, it's 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 an important album, and mm-hmm. it is. It's, uh, I think I, I think people don't realize. Also, it's not really easy to let yourself like out like that, and and it's just really uh, I think courageous. Um, like I said, you put the first track deep in the shadows. You go on uh, till you reach "Pray My Lord," and you go like, mm. "Oh my God, what a journey!" And I'm saying mm. I don't know what you think about this, but right now there's a lost uh, of listening to albums. There's a lost art of listening to albums, like the whole body mm. of album we have like mm. singles a video done mm. if it's on instagram halas, that's the song and you go like mm. oh. do, do you agree with that like we lost art of listening to albums i think it's just i think it's just the world and, and yeah. the pace that it's going on right now i think uh, you know in a in a way the good thing about the the coronavirus is that the, the quarantine is reminding us of um, you know taking things a bit more slow and uh, just for the for the sake of our own uh, selves, you know, and for the environment, and for our kids, and for you know, just just uh, health. I mean, um, and and that's yeah, that's 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 a that's a beautiful mm. that's a beautiful thing, you know. I mean, taking time out and, and enjoying um, uh, and, and enjoying yourself. You know, and and not falling for the illusion. That's what it is. And right now, the pace is uh, and the money and you know, you know how that goes. Yeah. Uh, that is just business, and um, and uh, and we I, get we get I, captured by. It. That's what we do. That's what yeah. we get captured by. It. Oh, 100 percent, man. I mean, I mean, in uh, one of my favorite songs in in the album is is life. I love life. I connected with that a lot. Um, yeah, thanks, man. And, yeah. That's that's the that's a poem that I was I was given by uh, Sheikh Hamza Yusuf. Uh, what? Mashallah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Sheikh Hamza Yusuf, he he actually uh, wrote that uh, poem, and mm. uh, that was the first time I met him. And uh, it was a weird situation because I was <laughs> we were both in Canada in Toronto, and uh, um, uh, I met him for the first time. We sat down, and I uh, started like I gave my salams and. And and the first thing he did, like, 
I was just talking to him, but he wasn't even looking at me, but he was writing something down on a napkin. And I was thinking, you know, subhanAllah, man, I've been looking up to this to this sheikh for a long time, but he's a bit weird. I mean, he, we, we having a strange conversation right now. He's not even looking at me. So after five minutes, he wrote the whole poem on this napkin and he, was, he gave it to me. Wow. And he was like, uh, do a song out of this, you know? And then we had the conversation. So that was, uh, you know, because sometimes uh, people meet you know, their idols or their their mentors or their, you know, actors that I've been there looking up to. Yeah. And they got these pictures of them and yeah. um and it just turns out it's the totally opposite. Total opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. That wasn't the case here. Sheikh Hamza is a cool dude. He's a cool uh <laughs> mashallah. So, wow, subhanAllah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah, man, like, you know, sometimes because that, that song, I couldn't write that song because that yeah. song is, you gotta have, you gotta be a sheikh to, you know, to write these, some, some, you know, words like that. You know, you got, you, you gotta be like 60 plus or something, you know, to just, you know, be in that state yeah. uh, to, um, to write that way. So, um, man. and I want to give a shout out to, um, um, the, the brother, the brother who did the video, um, oh, man. yeah, yeah, that was just Anas Anas Talba. He just he's from Egypt and he's in U.S. right now. And uh, we always been texting each other like, hey, when are we gonna collaborate on something? I got a song now, but that he didn't have the time. Then he has the time. I don't have the song, etc. Yeah. And, and he oh, gave man. me that excuse again, like, hey, man. I told him, listen, listen, I got this track got to do something now and he gave me the same excuse i, I don't have the time and i was like listen man time hey, shout out to time Anastasia. is just always you know you got to make time make mm -hmm. time and yes. uh and he, he hooked me up with this um this yeah video. His, which we're gonna be his seeing. song in there it's his song in there his song is like um his uh his son is um oh that's his son yeah okay. yeah that's his son so oh, bless i think uh yeah wow it, it, it's crazy how um again i'm gonna sound weird <laughs> it's crazy how you listen to a track for three minutes but you go like whoa it's way bigger than three minutes like it's just yeah, sure. you know, uh it's just so so big and you know you know that the, the impact of it, it's not this three minutes it's bigger as as the wavelength you know <laughs> yes sir yeah yes, sir uh, and that's, there's, there's a history be behind all these you know songs and you know uh yeah so I just don't think that the people generally know like it's so easy for us to listen to a track right now like I worked yeah. uh, I worked in streaming platform Angami right and you know they one of the things they told me in the beginning were like yeah a song if there's no chorus or singing in the first 7 seconds people would skip it like for example they they study it I'm like wow yeah. so now we yeah. are directing how artists should actually go what if I want the first yeah. 1 minute to be nothing like you know what I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. life has changed <laughs> yeah but that's let me tell you I mean you have different types of listening listeners out there. What you're talking about there, that type of listener is listening to a lot of junk. You know, it's called. It, I'm just just being yeah, honest. That's you true. <laughs> it's, it's just the junk format. That's what it is. It's the junk format, and it's taking over. It's the industry. It's taking over. But you don't have to listen to it. But you have to program your mind to get out there and scan the ocean of music that is out there because god knows how much music is being released today i mean it's True. it's not it's, it's it's so it's it's so overwhelming but for you big house or whatever whoever you might not be the material that is on a top 100 might not be you you know so you yeah. got to go out there scan the ocean find what is your top what is your top 10 what is your life soundtrack you know what is your you know uh, Wallahi, man. i told you this I I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it's incredible man likewise no yeah, think about you know, writing a book <laughs> i'm actually working on a book right oh, now um, okay yes it's been it's, i've been i've been uh working on on this but it's, it's a biography uh, biography uh mm. and i have my father's uh history in there as well 
because uh, uh, this is a new project that I'm, new album that I'm working on. It's a soundtrack for this book, um, and wow. uh, it's uh, yeah, man. Like I said, I, one of the things that I realized that is important for me as as an artist is to document who I am as a human being and um, as, a, as a European and as a Muslim and as a Moroccan and as a Dane and as you know you got so many hats on and uh, when I lost my grandmothers I just realized like a lot of history just may her soul rest in peace and power I mean I mean uh, I just realized that um, I got to do something about my parents history you know and there's only one way to do that and it's to document it you know so the the, the problem i would say that i realized after that is that that generation are so humble they don't even want to tell their story do you know how hard it is to get i mean you know it's they're not from my generation or my kids you know our kids generation is youtube they just this is gonna record every day, you know, but to get your parents' generation, their story, get it out there so your kids will know, that is tough, man. So uh, I had wow. some good talks with my father and Alhamdulillah, he, he, uh, he agreed on this project and we've been working on it for three, four years now. So it's... it's um, wow, when can we expect it to be out? Not, not to pressure, but like, just let it, you know, we, think, we're just documenting now. <laughs> Maybe six months, maybe a year, something like that. It's still, it's still not finished. Um, and uh, yeah, I gotta yes. have my family's blessing in the end. You know, everyone's gonna read it and etc. Wow. You know, because the hardest thing about that is like, you know, our parents' generation went through so much. You know, they went through war uh, in one way or another form, like colonialism, colonialism, yeah, uh, or. And, and, and you know to talk about to talk about pain you know talk about love talk about these things that makes us humans it's not necessarily everyday stuff for them you know mm. i know it sounds weird but uh no yeah i feel you of course you know, but thank you for actually having the mindset to actually do that because i think it's really important for for this generation the next generations and i think uh um, it's just a blessing, you know. I, um, I I I lost my dad in 2005, and he was uh, right. he was really one of my one of my heroes. But he didn't know anything uh, what I did. Like he didn't know about the station, didn't know about Blaze Hip Hop, didn't know what I'm doing now, didn't know about my son, my wife. Um, Why? So sometimes, uh, he, sorry, he, Why didn't uh, yeah, he because obviously I, I did these things after he passed away. Oh, everything. Ah, uh, okay, okay, of course, of course. So, but did he know about your your passion for hip hop? That's what I'm saying. Not, I mean, not really. You know, it was like uh, he passed away. I was, uh, I was a young, you know, guy, and it was just, you know, I feel sometimes a bit low about it. But I just hope that he's looking down and just really proud. Uh, I'll be very honest with you. Uh, there's so many things I don't know what he saw in me, but he he's actually the guy that looked at me one time and said he. Has you need to understand and you need to speak English. We were in Saudi Arabia and Saudis were not allowed to go to uh, international school and learn English at that point. So he mm-hmm. moved us from Jeddah to Sharjah in the UAE, subhanAllah. And this is where I started learning English. I got into basketball. I got into hip hop. I got into music. Uh, and he said, listen, if you don't know English, you're not going to you're not gonna be able to thrive in the world. You have to know the language. Um, and that's how it's done. Yeah. But subhanAllah, everything that you said, uh, man, right here, it really is very, very, very crucially important. Um, and uh, Thanks. I just salute you. You know, we're in the blessed days of Ramadan. Really weird, yes, crazy times as well with the Corona, COVID-19. Um, <laughs> and you released actually a song a week ago, uh, Ramadan. It was in a beautiful song. And you were actually, tell us about the song because you're not singing in English here, obviously. No, this is this is Danish song. Danish, yeah. Danish song, uh, uh, and uh, I wrote it uh, last Ramadan. Last Ramadan, and okay. Last last Ramadan, yeah. I wrote it with some friends, and uh, who uh, you know, uh, some of them are actually non-Muslims, but uh, it's um, it was uh, I was invited to uh, this, um, you know, this this Danish songbook. It's an old tradition. 
It's, yeah. it's like two, two, three, 200 years old tradition. And it's um, um, the commission from there invited us to, to write something, to, to write songs that yeah. can maybe be approved to be in the book mm. uh, that will be released in November. So, um, I saw this article from the New York Times and it's on your, yeah, Denmark yeah, has yeah, a national yeah. songbook. Should, should it be yeah. mentioned Ramadan? We'll put it right here. Mm. Yeah, because only people who has uh, contributed to this songbook, uh, you know, white people from the Christian, Anglo-Christian tradition. Mm. So they invited me to, um, wow. you know, to try to, um, they use the word urban, uh, bring something urban, but bring something from the city today, basically. That's what okay. they wanted. You know, so it could it could have been a song about climate change. It could have been a song about uh, I don't know uh, something of today, basically. Uh, and it was Ramadan, and I was like, "What do you want me to? What should I write?" You know, and I was fasting, and I was, it just hit me like, "Hey, you know what? Uh, instead of writing about climate change, that someone else is writing about climate change. Why don't we do something original? Let's write a Ramadan song." And these, you know, non-Muslims, they were there. They were like, yeah, but only, the only thing we know about Ramadan is you guys fast. That's it. And I was like, well, Ramadan literally means to burn off. You're burning something off. What is it you're burning off? Well, you're burning off mm. your deepness, your worries, your anxieties, Oof. your angst, you know? Yeah. When I said that, <laughs> everyone was just like, you know, the song just wrote itself basically. And there's wow. five verses and it's, you know, five verses after the five prayers. Mm. And we always start in the sky, like we, we macro, and then we go more micro, micro, micro. And it's a spiritual song and it's more like a hymn. And it's a beautiful song, you know? And, yeah. and when it's, it's, I released it first Ramadan here, you know? Okay. And, um, <laughs> Uh, but we played it, uh, we performed it uh, last Ramadan, um, and uh, I did some interviews here in Denmark, and it yeah. just got the right, the right wing uh, heard yeah. of it, and they just went bananas. And suddenly, like, I went into this media shitstorm uh, oh. all over Denmark, and I had to, uh, everyone wanted to talk to me. And that's why New York. That's why I made the front page of New York Times. Oh man! With a song that's not even out, man. And what is it about? You know, that's, it's it, it's because it's. How, it how does that make you feel? This, this whole process of events right now that you just said. How does that make you feel? Um, you know, at the time it, it pissed me off because I was like, "What are you? What are you saying? You know, what are you saying? I can't be myself. Mm. What's, what's wrong with Ramadan? I mean, I am Ramadan." You know, I am the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. I am the Quran. You know, I am Islam. Why are you so scared of all these things? I mean, this is who I am. This is part of me. You know, this is what I'm trying to, you know, this is the footsteps that I'm following yeah. in my life. So what's the big deal? What is the problem? The problem is I'm the first brown guy to write a song that could be in that book, you know? That's the, uh, the first Muslim, you know? Mm. And that's the issue, you know? It's like, yeah, but you, you know, you can't mess with our traditions, you know? And I'm like, I'm not messing with your tradition. Why can't you just be, you know, secure with your identity? Why are you so insecure, man? What is this about? Then it just blew up even more because then suddenly it was a, it was a, it was a discussion on identity. You know, oh, who wow. are we at? as Europeans, as Danes, as Danish people, as, you know, and... Um, That's crazy. But, but yeah, the fact man. that you're, so, so, the fact so that it was awesome. a mass, yeah, mass kind of discussion, it was on a mass commercial level. I think, I personally think that this will even bring more light and uh, you, yeah, you sir, know how it is, yeah. man, yeah. Yes, sir, because, because most people actually here in Denmark, uh, you know, uh, are down with the song, they love the song, they like the song. Um, but it was it was uh, the anti-Islam uh, mm. um, organizations and parties, political parties, that just rallied this up and just wanted to make, you know, um, like 
you know, create a storm. And yeah. so, so it's, it's very unfortunate because yeah. When you go That's down to it, obviously Islam means salam. We're not going to sit here and, and, and defend that and then talk about it. I think it's it speaks for itself. But though, you know, the the media, some people, I think it's, uh, I personally call it ignorance. I was called, I was called, um, I was called, like, again, it's, it's definitely ignorance. Like, I was called a kafir just because I have blue eyes, for example, right? Like, it's yeah, just yeah, that level. Yeah. And because yeah, I host yeah, a hip hop radio. Exactly. That's what it is. So the most important thing, like I said, the meaning of life is to, to do beautiful things. Allah gave us life to, to do that, you know. And uh, when you do beautiful things, you, you it's you know it's part of truth, and, it, and truth transcends, and, and it does that uh, throughout you know whatever culture or race or you know whatever differences there are. It just and it, and it brings people together. And when it does that, uh, you know some people are scared of that because. Uh, uh, are we, uh, you know, are we trying to take over Europe? Are we trying to take over Scandinavia? Are we trying to make, you know, the whole world uh, Muslim? Or, you know, is, is that stupid? Uh, yeah, it's mentality. Uh, but, it's but I think it's fair, it's fair th- and, it's, it, it, and it should be, you know, it should be taken serious. Hmm. It should be taken serious. Bless, man. I'm, I don't know how much time we have. I don't want to take much of your time, but I'm really enjoying this conversation. So a couple a couple more questions for you, brother, man. Yes, and again, thank you uh, for your time. Um, I want to talk about something that you touched upon, which is obviously longevity. You, 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 you've been, mashallah, you've been doing this. Correct me if I'm wrong, what, 1996, 1997, officially with, with the guys? Yeah, yeah, true. Then, oh, mashallah. So do the math and you go like you're still in it. What was there a sense of you after you guys kind of parted that you wanted to not come back to this, or you always knew that you were always going to be there? Uh, I would say um, there was definitely a part of me who wanted to leave, um, and um, um, at that time, um, an important person stepped into my life, uh, and that was my mentor. Dr. Omar Farooq Abdullah. Oh wow! He, one, one second, one second, right here. He, I love this man. Yeah, uh, he's like, he's just <laughs> legendary, man. Legendary. Yeah. Like, and he was like, "Hey, man, uh, what you need is uh, you need to do you need to do some khidmah and some sohbah, which is like you know, service and love, basically, which is the prophetic way of you know getting out of a depression or." Um, whatever you know whatever thing you're fighting um, so mm-hmm. and he, he just stated the importance of be, of producing you know stop talking stop complaining just you know produce good things beautiful things you know um, and um, I took that to heart and um, um, did some volunteer work and wow uh, um, and got around some, you know, family and and, uh, and uh, yeah, some good people, uh, good vibes. And slowly, slowly, you know, the inspiration started coming up again. And uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm sorry if I'm letting you talk about things that you know are emotional and you know, obviously to you as well. And just no, I'm good. I'm good, I'm, man. You know what? I like... mean, it's important to to uh, absorb these stories and understand these stories. And being able to uh, share these stories because you know uh, they, I mean, you learn from this. This is this is what you're supposed to learn from life. You know, we're supposed to learn from each other's experiences. You know, because uh, the worst thing you can do when you are, you know, lonely or depressed or whatever is to, you know, go on a lockdown. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you know what I, mean? I, just, I think what you said also here, brother Islam, if you don't mind me saying, I think these are the times where even if you haven't heard from somebody for a long time, pick up the phone, give them a call. You don't know what they're going through. Yeah, true. It's really kind of that's really important. I'm sure you're also familiar if you know, you know, um, uh, brother Ali. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Yo, yeah, I mean, this guy yeah. is also monumental in my life. He, he, wow, yeah, yeah he, wow. he, he was really generous enough to, um, you know, bless me with his, just like you know, just being humble to me, like, uh, man. Um, so yeah, but, uh, so, yeah, man, he's serious, man. He is serious. 
uh, and uh, he's a serious rapper. He's one of the best out there. Yeah, and he's. Uh, he's but he's also sweet. in touch with his fate. Like he really always pushes yes, that narrative, always. Like, and sir. that's really beautiful to see. Um, yes, he is uh, like uh, you know he's he's so he's real man. Like he's he's just he's putting his life on track. That's what he does, you know. And 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 um, um, like one of the one of his tracks, and I, I remember this because he came to Denmark and uh, he's, he's did, did this did this small gig and two, three, four hundred people. Mm. And in one of the songs, he he talks about his father who committed. I believe he said he committed suicide. Ah, yeah. He did this in a rhyme, you know? I mean, I, I wouldn't do that. That's too private for me. You know, that's that's something I'm gonna keep for myself and, you know, my family. And when he said that line, and I remember this, because I was I was looking on the crowd from from mm. from, from up above. Uh, everyone just went, whoa, you know? And it got quiet. Oh, wow. Wow. And he still continued his rap. I mean, he still continued his, his verse. But, wow, I never, I mean, he's, he's, he's serious. Like, he's serious. He's, uh, yeah. I, I, he's, I feel blessed. That, I, I feel really, I feel blessed uh, to have people like, like you guys, like, you know, just for the world. And there's many others, of course. Um, but I'm just feeling very blessed right now that we're having this. Uh, this conversation like heart to heart uh you know to you and uh, hey you. likewise man likewise this um, is important it's important i like it i mean because you know bless. like you said the music is it's just not that three minute or four minute or five minute uh track you know there's yeah. there's many thoughts into it and and when you have a chance to open up and um you know. it, in the album lost uh for words um which is a song that you can kind of share with us right now that you were hoping that people would understand it in a way but they understood it differently i know that you know you come from a background where maybe everyone will interpret the song in their own way um but f which is a song that you really kind of was was saying oh this one is going to be like, you know like this but it turned out that um if the song exists <laughs> um you know, when you put it that way, uh, I got to go back to calling you because calling you for some reason, a lot of Ooh. people thought it was, uh, it was, you know, to a girl or something. Yeah, uh, but it was, um, it was obviously the most spiritual on a spiritual level. Uh, and it was between, wow. you know, your relationship to God. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, that's that crazy. Went, huh? I, that went viral in a whole other way, you know. But um, and uh, you know, people have got the freedom to 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 hear what they and and, and uh, hear what they hear, you know. So, but uh, for for this for this album, this album is, you know, Lost for Words is a very spiritual album, um, and I've been enjoying touring it here in in, in Scandinavia, uh, and I actually hope that I get the chance to. Yalla. Uh, <laughs> we need to get you down here for sure. Yeah. After this yes, COVID nineteen, you know, you and the sons of Yusufs. Uh, oh man, man, that'll oh be, man, that'd be beautiful. <laughs> that'd be beautiful. Um, um, so a lot of beautiful things in in, in the in the future, inshallah, and, and I would love to do. Uh, yeah. Oh, for uh, sure. In the Middle East, definitely. Was the album always eight tracks? Like you know, what, 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 did you had to remove some tracks here and there, or it's no, always been no, no, no. The the album was more like an EP. EP. So uh, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, it's all like okay. Um, I you mean, know, you, you, you see, uh, uh, brother Hass. The thing is, the reason why people start doing EPs, going away from albums, is because of the pace of the things. You know, because you work like two, three years, maybe even seven, six years on on an album, you put it out and, you know. Nothing happens. It's just, yeah, yeah. after a month it's gone, you know. Yeah. So what people do, the industry, because of the pace, um, they throw out singles, you know, mm -hmm. just, just keep the flow going, basically. Keep the flow going, keep the flow going. If something goes viral, if something happens, then, you know, you could always collect whatever, all the singles and put out an album or something it's you know a change i mean 
yeah. the dynamics um, change. This is yeah. the industry it's always. Uh, um, that will be actually my, my 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 last question. Again, I want to thank you for your time. I wish I can spend like five hours with with you, man. But inshallah, face to face when we meet. Um, the, what do you tell artists right now that are tuning in? And there's a lot of them that that follow me. And there's always a discussion about signing with a label, not signing with a label. You've been through all the spectrum, you know, being with a label, not being with a label, having your own label. Uh, there's a big big concentration on that, obviously. And now, uh, a friend of mine actually signed with a label just last week. And the first question he asked him is like, where's my million dollar? I was like, and they said, there's none of that anymore. Like, I don't know who told you, like, what, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> so like, what? <laughs> what, so kind of, what, kind of, what kind of music does he do? The alternative rock. Uh, he's an Arab artist singing English and he signed with an Arab, uh, Arab. Um, I mean, it's an international record label, uh, but it's it has offices here, obviously in, in, in Dubai. This is one of the so, things about Dubai because you got the Sony Musics, you got the Universals, you got the Spotify's are here, uh, and Ramis is here, of course. The, the offices, the main headquarters are here. So people, artists, uh, they, they feel they have to be validated again and go through that in order to make it. And it's kind of tricky. And I have one more question I want to ask you. But what do you think about that? Do artists need to be signed to make it? No, especially not today. But... You know, first and foremost, your friend needs to read his contract. If you thought he was getting a million bucks, you know, up front, he hasn't read the contract, okay? Yeah. Tell him to, to get a lawyer, mm. lawyer, and read the contract. Very important, very mm. important. Been there, done that. It's a, it's a classic artist mistake because artists, all they think about is the art. They just yeah. want to make music, you know? But that's the money side of it. And you, you definitely want to make sure that, that's that's a rule of thumb. Mm. Make sure you get a lawyer to check out the the, the contract. Um, stop and then stop complaining about <laughs> the situation. You know, if you if you want a big label, they got other artists as well. You know, you just got to be real with that. They got other artists. They got other worries. They got you know, and it's an industry. They're not evil. It's an industry. They're trying to make money, okay? Uh, they love music, but they also love money. I mean, because it's an industry. Mm -hmm. um, you as an artist, you have to find out, you know, where, where's your place? I mean, where's your, mm. uh, where, where, where on this pitch, you know, do you fit? And can you, you, you know? You yeah, but brother, Sam, I don't want to interrupt you, but the, the problem here right now, like when, when you guys used to tour and have like a, an event, people would come over here right now it's kind of confusing you'd see a guy has three four million streams on spotify he can get 50 people to attend an event yeah there's this there's this kind of really kind of confusion going on and yeah obviously because you know again but you know, let me tell you let me tell you one thing let me tell you one thing you said it you said it really good there, right there three four million streams doesn't mean 50 mil 50 50 people live you know Mm -hmm. I mean, um, 50 people, 50, um, yeah, 50 actual human beings going to attend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's, that's where the illusion comes in, you uh -huh. know? Uh, so this artist needs to go out there and start doing some gigs, you know, starting with these 50 people. If you can get 50 people in there, alhamdulillah, that's good. That's mm -hmm. a good start. It's a good start. You know, uh, see the thing is today, people, uh, they want to skip that and go for the 50,000 people, you know? And that's just not, that's just not the case for everyone. That's very rare, actually. So most people, you got to build up, you know? Like you take Brother Ali. Now, so yeah. Brother Ali came, he's been touring all his life. I mean, it's crazy. And that's yeah. what he does. That's what he does for a living, mm. you know? That's what he does for a living. And, uh, and I'm sure it takes a toll. It's really hard as well. But he, yes sir, yes sir, yeah, he, yes sir. And he's doing like, uh, like in, he came to Copenhagen last time, uh, met him, and it was like 150, maybe 200, mm. you know. But mm. like one of my friends said, there's um, no. Uh, no, uh, how, you, how, how was he put it in, in, a, in a really beautiful way? Um, there's no, you know, there's no uh, shortcuts. No, no, there's definitely no shortcuts yeah. as well. But 
He said, he said, like from from a, from a venue perspective, ah. there's no. Uh, There's no crowd but God. That's how you should approach it as an artist. Wow. You know, mm. you should just go out there and do your best. Yeah. Don't, don't mind how many people are out there. You know, you should yeah. just- I mean, one of the things I love about him, and I'm pretty sure also you, the, the, the meet and greet afterwards, he takes also time to meet yeah. his, you know, people yeah. and just shake their hand. Yeah. Cause it's like, yeah, um, yeah man, subhanAllah. Today, you know, there's too much focus on the outcome. You know, do I get a lot of hits on my YouTube videos? Do I get a lot of streams? You know, there's a lot of people coming to the show. Uh, I mean, I get it because it's, you know, to have thousands of people in there singing your song is a beautiful thing, but it's not in your hands. You know, that can be, that's out of your hands. It's not your uh field 100 percent, but not, not 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 to challenge you but i'm saying for example you look at this rapper called takashi 69 whatever his name is man he broke all records two million views on instagram live oh yeah yes the 69 100, guy yeah. 113 million in three days broke drake's record we're talking like really crazy numbers and you go like and and you ask people around like my one and only would say ah oh, yeah you know like if people want to see con- controversial things and other people's like yeah because he's entertaining because he's stupid like I don't know you know why are we yeah. so gravitating towards that not like other things what is it about the human brain? <sighs> well, that's the sensation, isn't it? I mean, that's that's the you know, um, it's, just, it's just you know it's, it's human it's, it's human nature, but you know, again, yeah. Um, do you see the truth? I mean, or you just get the junk? That's you know, because a lot of people are screaming, and a lot of scream, a lot of people are screaming out loud right now. I mean, I've seen people like even on YouTube just uh, trying to get more likes or, or, or more hits by saying, "Yeah, I, I was hit by um, mm-hmm. coronavirus." You know. Uh, I mean, I mean, this guy Takashi, he he actually donated two hundred thousand dollars to a campaign, No Kid Hungry campaign, and the, the 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 campaign actually rejected that money today. Like the to that extent, it they don't want anything to do with him. And now people are like no. backlashing, like, hey, take the money, it's good for the kids, and like they don't want anything to do with him. You know, you know what I mean? It's just yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's you know, it's, it's but it's 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 interesting. It's interesting times, definitely. But yeah. Uh, yeah. How, again, how are you I mean, dealing again, with it? Again, me, ahead, I just sorry. want to, last thing I want to say, last thing I want to say about this is, um, you know, our Dean, and this is from a Dean perspective, I would even say from a human perspective, it's not about the quantity, it's about the quality. So just, you know, a uh, lot, of, lot of figures out there, I get that. Uh, like I said, it is an industry. Music is an industry as well, just like any other business. But uh, music is also a powerful thing, you know, and it can it can it can it can uplift you, but it can certainly also, you know, get mm. you down. So uh, yeah, um, no, hundred um, uh, percent. Again, I want to thank you so much for your time, brother Isam. But um, uh, at the end, how are you dealing with with this COVID nineteen situation? Like, what? Uh, how are you how are you spending your time, your days? What what's uh, what's going on with Isam B? Yeah, man. I mean. Uh, uh, with the with the quarantine, you know, um, I have a me and my family. We have a coffee shop here in Copenhagen, so uh, it's, shout it's out a to lot. that. Okay, yeah, man, yeah, man. So if you ever in town, please. Uh, ah. What what what's, the, what's the coffee shop called? It's called uh, it's called uh, it's like Kefi. It's not Kefi Oli, but it's Kefi Light, and Light Kefi uh, means, means hey. play. Yeah, because uh, it's like a family coffee shop. Um, I gotta check it out, man. I'm, yeah, man. Definitely yeah, check yeah, it yeah, out. yeah. Uh, I do some sh- sessions in there. I've done some small oh. ses- sessions in there as well. Uh, but um, so there's a lot of to-go coffee and a lot of you know uh, takeaway stuff. And but you know, a coffee shop is also almost like a living room today. So you got you know you have the neighbors in there. So it's one way to uh, stay connected with people. Um, and um, but I, I would say from the from the quarantine, um, going into the Ramadan, which is a, a quarantine in itself, yeah, you know, uh, it, it made me realize how important it is to uh, to reach out to 
to our neighbors and you know people around us muslims and non-muslims and um you know spread the the good vibes of, of ramadan uh and mm. so that's that, that meant a lot to me this ramadan for some reason you know yeah man um follow the brother islam b underscore official um I think I keep getting inspired with a few questions and this is, I think, a, a really bad thing. My last question is this. Yes, sir. Throughout your life, Isam, throughout your life, from wherever you see, you see, since you officially started with, with Outlandish till now, has there been, I'm sure there have been a lot of messages that you received, but has there one message that you can share with us that really impacted you from a fan, from somebody, um, you, know, um, you know, like for example, in my case, um, I'll tell you something real quick. Actually, I was in, in, in Sweden. And, and this is a story I don't really talk a, a lot about, but this is crazy. I was in Sweden and I was actually uh, contacted by Lund University. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it. To, yes, sir. Yeah, to, to speak it's about my university, yeah. One of the biggest, yeah. So I was in Lund, traveled from Jeddah to Lund. I was like, whoa, I speak about my journey from a blogger to a radio host about hip hop, Arabic hip hop, life and, and stuff like that. And then at the end of the whole, there was 3,000 people, 2,000 people. The student comes to me. And she's like, I want to shake your hand. I was like, yeah, go ahead. She's like, thank you for changing my perception. I'm like thinking hip hop, right? Because I wanted to try to change the wrong perception, people. She's like, thank you for changing my perception about Islam. And I was like, at that point, I was like, I lost it. I started kind of, <laughs> I was like, what What do you mean? How? It wasn't Islam. Like, no, you're like, you're, you're a Saudi guy. You're Muslim. You're talking about Arabic rap. I had an idea that Islam is one, two, three. You, you came and shattered that. That for yeah, me, yeah. Uh, that for me till now, I, I remember that. And I was like, wow, we're ambassadors to our religion, not only countries. Yes, sir. You know, yes, sir. so it's, uh, I take it very seriously. So that was one of the messages. I'm not sure about you, if you can share something like, you know, about that. Oh, oh there's so, there's <laughs> so, so many. many stories, you know. man. There's so many stories. And um, there's so many stories. But at a time like this, man, when people are watching this stuff like that, it, it, it really means a lot to inspire. And you, you, especially at these times, you know, like this COVID-19 situation, we take for granted that the mental health, the, the physical well-being of people. Yeah. And, and stories yeah, like yeah. this just uplift. You know, I think, you know, we always inspire each other, man. Even human beings, I mean, a lot created us in a way where we... We very, uh, you know, we can be very, um, very conscious human uh, uh, creatures, you know. Um, and sometimes when you feel like you're not, you know, you don't mean anything, you don't have any value, or you know, no one listens to you, you know, that's that's demonic, you know, because the truth is that you know you can be, you know, a huge inspiration uh, for someone. Because you just said something like, just like you, you went to Lund and spoke on hip hop and Arabic um, rap, and you know, and this person was listening to to your words, but she got mm. you just changed her perspective on something totally else, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that's life. I mean, and that's how it is most of the times. Most of the time, so never, you know underestimate that your power I mean, um, you, you you got you very inf uh, influential and um, um, yeah so that's that's what that's one thing that uh, I try to keep close to my heart and um, I don't know, just a small anecdote mm. I was in a supermarket here in Denmark and you know, in Copenhagen and uh, I went to I had to buy some milk by the milk there was another lady and when she saw me, she started crying because, oh. you know, she she had this connection to one of a, one of my songs, and she just lost something happened in the family, and that song just helped her through that, and you know, and suddenly just buying milk was, you know, wow. the whole world. I mean, it was uh, yeah, beautiful. Uh, became very emotional, subhanallah, and. Um, so yeah, I mean, never mm. un underestimate your power, and um... we love you, man. I just want to say we love you, bro. 
I swear hey, to God. Likewise, likewise, likewise. This was, this was one of my, my, the most amazing conversations, and I think it can even go for another hour. Hey. Um, but, man, uh, blessings. Any last thing you'd like to say, you know, to buckle up to the Middle East, um, you know, to, to the world, um, B, go ahead. Lo- loads of love to, uh, you know, all the people out there supporting, uh, supporting good vibes, good art, good music. Um, and, um, you know, hopefully, hopefully, uh, I'll do, uh, I'd love to do a, a tour in the Middle East. That's going to uh, happen. Just wait for this COVID-19. I'm telling you, I'm already with the talks with the guys. We want to make this happen. We want to bring you here. I can't I wait. Uh, we, we have this actually festival called Soul DXB. It's really cool. They're bringing out really cool stuff. It's very, very, what you want to call urban, but it's a sneaker actually festival. Um, in, in the UAE here and it's really one of the biggest they've been doing it for seven, eight years uh, you know they got mob deep here uh, they got uh, you know um, it, w- it was really just amazing they're in for the culture so I really am planning hopefully I'm not sure if nice. it's going to be this year but next year with the, with the Sons of Yusuf and you guys uh, and you oh, that, that would be lovely be, that would be lovely man that would be lovely man. you know so, uh, blessings to you much, much Wallahi you, you, you are amazing Peace and love. Please like and subscribe, you guys, and all that good stuff. Isam, go ahead. Keep, keep, and keep going. Keep, keep doing your thing, big house, man. We've supported. We, we support it. We love you. Uh, you know, may Allah keep blessing you. And um, I hope I, I get the honor of shaking your hand one day, man. And just because you are, you've impacted my life. It's crazy. 2012, we connected on the radio. You've impacted my life before. I actually was playing outlandish music on my uh, school FM radio, and it was just really crazy how. <laughs> <laughs> how life is like one, two, and then now with this one-on-one, uh, you know, thing. So uh, the next thing, inshallah, is is meeting you and and uh, and like Brother Ali said, like I I he owe, we owe each other a big hug when it, I know Brother Ali man since yes. a while. So same thing with you, brother man. I, yes, um, like yes, and subscribe, you guys. Follow this brother. This guy impacts. This guy is a real human being that thinks human first. Uh, he, he happens to be an amazing artist who actually impacts through his words. Check out his latest work. Uh, we'll leave everything down below. Peace and love and assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yes, because, thank you.